This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my new show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I am searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have our guest, medium Beth Lynch, spiritual medium, popular author of her book titled A Journey to the Light Within, Meditation for the Soul, and also founder of Inner Light Teaching. Are you there, Beth? Yes, I am. Very good. Great to have you as our guest today, Beth. Thank you for having me. I've got me. some items here. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've got some items here that you could uh, probably share some information on with me and others, our audience. I did notice uh, a, a couple of things that, that and I'm sure you certainly have a market for that, but is it, uh, is a lot of grief involved in your medium work? It, it basically is all grief. I think that's why most people come to me um, over, I think, uh, almost 25 years now. Um, you know, I've been connecting people with loved ones in spirit because of grief, and I feel very blessed that I, I have respect from even therapists and things that they send clients that are dealing with grief. And, you know, it's, it's time to go into the next level, I guess, if you will. And so, and through my own grief is where my journey began with both my parents had passed unexpectedly in a three-year radius about 30 years ago, 33 years ago. So through uh -huh. my own healing, it brought me into wanting to understand where are they and why would God do that to me and my parents and, you know, those questions that get asked in death and grief and despair. And, and in those questions, the answers started to unfold, which opened up um, me to understand my whole life and sensitivity to feeling things that were not physical emotions, sensing beings around me. I didn't get it then, you know, as a child, um, uh, or in my early, in my twenties either. So, you know, it was that grief is, a, you know, that's a, a very powerful word because it is when most people have to find another way to go on, to heal and to understand and, and, they have that spiritual experience with their loved ones, and that's really what it opens up for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I first learned in, I guess it was marriage counseling with, with my first marriage, that grief and anger are first cousins. Mm -hmm. And um, that that connection has has been with me for. Jeez, 40 years. Yeah. Well, makes sense. You know, when, I, uh, when you understand energy medicine, and I don't know how much, or energy therapy and energy and chakras and all that, but uh, I've been shown through my own experiences and teachings that anger, you know, every emotion has a frequency, and anger and grief, grief is a frequency, a very low frequency that we experience in the human experience, but anger as well is actually between two frequencies of sadness, the lowest despair of sadness moving up into a higher culpable sadness is actually what anger is. 
So when you think about your, we're sad, you know, when we go through whether it's divorce, death, um, job, career shifts, changes, unexpected, everything, you know. So, yeah, I just thought maybe I'd share that with you. <laughs> I'm glad you did. That's why I brought it up. Oh, <laughs> um, is it is it me or is it the rest of the world that sometimes um, gets angry with God? Oh, I think uh, the rest of the world. And, you know, God is, you know, to pe many people, many different things. Um, I was raised in a very traditional religion, Catholicism, and I, you know, had this vision of God with a beard and a mallet, letting us in and not letting us in or making us wait in the holding purgatory and so the whole traditional thing for me as a child actually terrified me. And um, it really, really did terrify me and made me have more of a fear-based belief in God. But then as I would have my own experiences with angels and light and um, other divine energies, I started to just kind of throw myself a little more to the Eastern side, you know, and yeah, I didn't understand and I felt a little guilty that I felt more right. in that Eastern philosophy because it's much more open and it's based on energy and frequency and spirit and law of attraction and and so is all religions really so but you know the, there are the very you know straight and narrow road there that many like travel on and you know when we face loss of loved ones now we're wondering why you know I often say you know I mean I think I love the definition that my son gave me when he was three years old and he is now 20, <laughs> and he was sitting, you know, we were in, in the bedroom, and we were doing a little prayer time. I taught him how to pray and talk to God, because God would hear him if he had something he needed to think about or say, and he didn't want to tell mommy or daddy or forgot to tell, you know, bedtime stuff, you know, prayer, reflection time. We call it many things. But So I was teaching him a little bit of the traditional base at, at three, and he said, when I said, God will always hear you, he will always be there for you. He said, Mommy, and I'm not kidding. He closed his eyes. He said, Mommy, God is not a he. He closed, and I said, well, what is God? And I knew I had my my comfortable place with it, a source of light, love, and energy. You know what I mean? There's a lot of ways I could explain it. Um, but he said that. He said, God is not a he. He's closed his eyes. He took the deepest breath I ever saw a little three-year-old take. He put his hand on his heart, and he said, God is a feeling, Mommy. God is a feeling. And he patted his little heart. And I went, that's right, honey, and God is in your heart. And my motherly thought came, I hope it remembers that at 16. <laughs> you know, my mom, too. But he did say that. And he remembers it to this day. We talk about it. And he goes, yeah, that's what I felt. So, you know, and he was three. He was saying it like a three-year-old. You know, now he talks about it in a little more mature way. But he he goes within a lot. You know, he meditates. He's a very deep young man for his age. Well, that's great. Yeah, uh, it's, so that, it's those quite, words, quite... you know, from the mouths of babes, you know, if you will. <laughs> I mean, it's like, well, that says a lot right there. Because what do people it does. do? You know, John, they search outside themselves or, you know, or if you're blaming God and angry at God for certain circumstances. You know, if God could fix things, don't you think it'd be fixed by now, I say. 
the world, he can't, you know, he, we reference it as a he energy. Um, you know, God didn't create the horrible things that are going on down here. God created, you know, that's that source of energy and love and consciousness that's so pure and light. And it is hard for many people to really grasp that. But, you know, when you meditate, and we were speaking about meditation earlier, you go up mm-hmm. into that vibration and you have experiences that will show you and help you align to it. You can't just give it to someone, you know, and kind of traditional mm-hmm. religion is what it's doing, telling you what to believe. Well, then you got, you know, 10 different ones telling you the other ones nine are wrong. Well, geez, <laughs> no wonder we're all confused. <laughs> oh, God. It's a touchy subject, well, but it's, a, it's why the world is it the way is. it is. We're... Yeah. You know, uh, people have references, God, universe, uh, uh, world intelligence. Uh, I know that um, there's been a number of times, I can't count them, that the whatever, let's call that. How's that for a name for God, the whatever? That, mm-hmm. that he said to me, get over it. And that was the anger part. And uh, it worked. Yeah. At one point, mm-hmm. you, you think to yourself, who's that talking to me? And you realize that it's that, that you are God. I am God. The I am. Well, and that's an interesting, you know, door you just opened because, and I was speaking of it with um, a young uh, woman who actually, you know, with her conceived, her her second child is in her womb, and she's, you know, bringing children into the world, and she's actually a family member, and she wrote me today and said, you know, what am I doing? Am I crazy to bring children into the world? I said, no, the world isn't going to end or, you know, cease and not exist, you know. You know, that's the way I was talking to her about fear. Don't fear it. Bring them up to be, you know, intuitive, intelligent, um, natural intelligence, too. I'm not talking everybody has to be Einstein because um, I'm the last, I'm the farthest from that. Um, but intuitive, intelligent, compassionate, be able to communicate, cope with emotion, and have a connection to something that is a source of energy and light and love and, and you know, just the source that something is bigger. And, you know, I, I, um, Sorry, lost my train of thought there. I, you know, speaking to her, she, you know, she goes, God, I just feel better hearing those words. And I feel good because you know what? Those words are what, you know, you're, you're wired for this. Your, our children coming into the world are wired for this. In some way they knew they were coming down to make it better. That's what I think. Sure. So I never At least that's that. the idea. That's and the that's, idea. Oh, so I was, yeah, I was getting to the I am. It's a powerful mantra. And I remember having an experience when I was meditating once where I saw this, and she had brought up this light being energy she was reading about. And she explained it what, it, what she was, you know, reading about. And I said, oh, I'd love to hear, you know, where you, where you read that because I had an experience um, where I saw this uh, hologram light being um, kind of like, looks like almost like in a white monkey kind of look and only very, very tall. And it came and I saw it in a meditation and I asked it its name. <laughs> I said, what's your name? <laughs> I'm very natural with spirit, spirit 
in my mind and then because I've always felt that they were natural. Um, and I heard to my, I didn't really expect to get an answer that quick, but I did. And I was breathing slow and staying in that meditative kind of, you know, energy, but I was very aware what I was seeing. It wasn't, you know, in a trance or anything. And he, he said, I am not the letter as you know it, but the sound of I. And I met, tears were coming down my face, and I was seeing his beautiful, his blue, sparkling eyes out of this white energy, and I just said, thank you. And he gave me a couple messages um, that were interesting. I believe at the time I was pregnant, and he told me something about my son, and whoa, I was like a little thrown back, but I went, wow, okay. And, you know, a couple messages, and then what where it really gets kind of, Interesting. You know, I came out and I was like, wow, nobody's ever believed myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, uh, sure. and I don't care. I don't care. You know, but I do talk about it. Now, right. But this was, you know, 20 something years ago. And um, a few days later, we were on a hunt for a dresser, me and my husband, and we went to this thrift store and we walked in and we, I opened, I tried to open a drawer to this dresser that I knew we could make look better than it was in their store. So it was quite old. And as I pulled the drawer, it it stuck. But when I pulled it harder, it opened, but a book flew out. And when the book flew out, like literally flew across the store, the guy who was behind the counter went, well, what the heck was that? And I go, it's a book. I got to see what it's about. And I went and got grabbed the book, and it said the seven, the seven sounds of God, and one was I, and the I am. And this was just a few days later, and I went, oh, universe. You don't have to prove it to me, but I love it. He did. <laughs> I knew I really experienced that. You know, I didn't doubt it. But I was just like, and I go to the guy, can I buy the book? And he goes, oh, honey, you can have it. I didn't even know it was in there. And, uh, yeah, so anyways, that was, I still got the book. I should look at the name and tell you. Um, but, yeah, so that I am, is it, it was, it became a very powerful, it's a very powerful mantra that aligns us to the energy of Oh, so the book is called The Science of the Soul, and there's no way I can say the name, Maharaj Sardar Jagatsangh. I'm not saying it justice, any, any justice in this. But, um, yeah, and it said a couple names in it. William Gray, Love Mom, Margaret Wang. So Margaret Wang to William Gray, Love Mom, Margaret Wang. Wow. Hmm. Arcadia, Florida. Yeah, and there's a little postcard in here and everything. So I have the book still, and that was over 20, 20 well, I hit it. My son was, I was pregnant, and he's 20, so. But it's a very old um, uh, writing. I don't even know what year. But, yeah, still looking at it right now to this day. So that's where the I am. And when we chant it or mantra it or, you know, think it quietly and breathe slowly, we align. So the I am is very powerful. Like I think more and more that people want to be, but they don't know how. And I'm thinking that's where you would come in and would probably uh, in, in, introduce people to an item I saw on your website, the Inner Light Awareness Course. I love that course. <laughs> Can you tell That's me a little bit about I, it? 
Yeah, it's basically a series of meditations, um, you know, using the word ascension. We begin with a very simple inner light. And the, the inner light teachings came when I first started realizing that I was going, it was really just inner light, re, uh, you know, uh, meditation. And, it, you know, I prayed and I asked where to begin because I knew I was going to be helping people and doing readings. And I really didn't know where to begin. I just knew once I started, I saw things and felt things and it touched people in a way I could have never imagined, and here I am, you know, 25 years later. But it all began because I prayed and asked, where do I begin? And I, I heard, well, where do you go? And I always say I go into my heart, and I heard, well, go into the inner light of your heart for them too. Bring them there. And so that's where I always begin, like my mini, my little blessing before I read or channel or do healing work or teach or anything. And so, yeah, so the inner light is where it came from. So everything is always going to be based on bringing them into their own source because the separation is really the problem no matter what the issue. Um, so, and I bring them in, and each meditation kind of goes a little bit further, um, deeper in, and uh, I take them on this little journey of ascension. Um, the meditation part is probably a good, you know, four hours by the time we do meditation and interpretation, which I help them with and help them understand what they may have experienced. And then if you take it to the next step, you do the inner light healing, which is hands-on healing, but working with the three chakras, the heart, third eye, and solar plexus, which I was also guided to do um, about 12 years ago to leave the other ones alone, they'll follow. <laughs> Good way I say it. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's a, it's certi you're certified. You can be certified under the program if you want, put on my website as a practitioner, or you can just do it for personal growth. Some people don't even do the hands-on. They just don't feel they want to. I do feel it's so special. And even if I do the self-healing hands-on with you, even remotely, I can, you know, do it. I do it remotely a lot now. Um, everybody does love in person, but a lot of people don't live near me, you know, or, or right now we have to respect the, uh, the whole right. virus thing. So I can yep. actually work with people through Zoom, a Zoom call, and we can go through the whole program. I've done it. You know, and what does it call? The, the inner light, if you do inner light privately, it's um, 488. Um, for, you know, and I always say plan on anywhere from six to eight hours. You can break it into two segments if you want, or you can just do the one, which then the one, you know, just the meditation part where we go through that and you do some journaling and things, um, is, the, is two, 288. So... Um, that, you know, that's the program. And then I have, like, some people maybe have a friend do it with them. You know, I, I work with that a little bit and try to make it, you know, um, a group rate, you know. So there's that. But basically the, the two, uh, if you do the one-half program, it's 288. If you do the whole thing, it's 488. There is a, a meditation correspondence course. Is that? Uh, that's the uh, journey to light within and that is a book and it is available on amazon and it is um and on my website too which is innerlightteaching.com and it gets you to the same you know thing amazon but um that you can go through yourself or i do that um with you as a correspondence course i receive your it's a six-week program um, I encourage people not to jump ahead. I encourage people, if they do it on their own, to start in the beginning because just like inner light, it, it will evolve. You might look at week five and go, I'll never be able to do that, you know. Yeah, you will because now you're five weeks into a meditation practice every day, maybe 15, 15 minutes, 20 minutes by the time you read the, 
the lesson, the intro, the lesson, and then do the meditation. And it's not just meditation program if you do the, the, the reading. You know, you're meant to read the couple lines, do that, go back, read, go back, read. It's consciously. And then it's on audio, too, if you want to just sit back and listen. You can do that anyway, you know. I always encourage people, though, just begin at the beginning and just take yourself through it. And then find your favorite parts and skip around and go to your spirit guide meditation or go to your, you know, your your bench. There's a lot of different little meditation exercises in it. And it comes out if you do it as a program to be about six weeks, five days a week out of seven for six weeks. If you work with me, you know, I, you have that. You have to be on a little schedule because I go in and do a reading on all, on all your in your journaling. So that's where I would come in if you did that, if I did it with you. Otherwise, it's just a book on, you know, a book on online that you purchase. So it really depends how you want to do it. Now, would uh, would somebody come in and say, I, I'd like to learn how to connect to the spirit world? Yeah, the inner light and journey to light, both of them can get you into that frequency very comfortably, very naturally. Um, that's how I was led to be in as um, you know a spiritual medium I never went and learned how to be one I always had a sensitivity it was more overwhelming and uh, I didn't get it and I would feel things and why would I feel that and, you know I could feel somebody's pain like every cell in my body and as I learned that that was actually uh, frequency and I was highly sensitive to it so I teach people how or I guide them how to understand the energies they're having and the emotions they're having and the if they want to develop that, that meditation is the only way you should. You know, you have to raise the frequency of the information. You have to raise your frequency to receive information respectfully for another person as well as for yourself first. And when you meditate, yes. even five, ten minutes a day, just breathing. That's what, I keep meditation very simple. I do not complicate it. and Because I, I struggled for years to try to meditate. You know, and when I put my own meditation, when I found my comfort place with meditation and what worked was the simple breathing, you know, setting an intention every day, sitting in divine energy or light and just letting it absorb into myself and not have expectation for an answer or need anything. Because if you want that, do it in another meditation, you know, or write it out mm -hmm. on, a, on a notepad and fold it and say, you know, divine direction. I'm leaving this, you know, this, that's the same thing we say when we say give it to God. The gun can't do it for you. <laughs> you know, you no. mean you give it up to the divine to be downloaded into you in the divine way so you feel your insight, your guidance, you know, your connection to loved ones in spirit, you know, whatever it is. You know, this is who we naturally are. And the separation is the whole reason we're struggling with mental and emotional health, you know, um, all these divisions that are going on politically, globally, I mean, everything. The soul knows no division. We need to get up into the soul, you know, soul level, and look at life. Because energy, everything's energy. Finance is energy, you know. Finance is energy. Energy, just understand. You know, well, think about Mr. Tesla, Nikola Tesla. I mean, that quote, when I read it years ago, my whole body resonated, and I knew, it, and I never stopped putting it in a lot of my teachings and messages and it's you know what did Nikola Tesla say if you want to understand the secrets of the universe think in terms of energy vibration and frequency and if you put every emotion into that formula or quote whatever 
and you say, okay, what frequency is that? Well, it's a low frequency. I want to transform this frequency. I want to, I'm open to the divine wisdom and intelligence of this problem I'm having because I want the solution. Talk to, in your mind, you're talking in your mind anyway. Most people are so negative in their mind. It's amazing to me. I, I used to be, I think, you know, back in my, when I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And, you mm-hmm. know, when you look at things this way, you start to find this peace and understanding and you align to things and you recognize what's lower or negative. And I always say, take the word negative. It's negate of light. Add light to it. Bless it. And then it transforms and you don't respond to somebody's negative. You've been negative too. We've all been negative light at times. But, you know, we don't want to stay in it. Once you're aware of these things, you don't stay in that. You don't roll in the mud and fall in the quicksand, you know? (laughs) No. You kind of go, okay, I'm a little dusty here, and I'm not going to roll in it. You know, I'm going (laughs) to sit on the edge here and maybe look at it a little bit, but I'm going to turn around, and there's the rainbow. I just saw that, by the way. (laughs) It was like visions coming in to share. (laughs) Beth, tell our uh, listeners how to find you. Well, the website, probably the best way, innerlightteaching.com, and all my social media links are on there, and I have a YouTube channel with meditations and discussions, too, so that's youtube.com slash BethLynch444. But all that is on the website, which I think is the best way to really you know, reach me and find out more. Schedule, you can schedule online, and you can call the number and ask if you have questions about the services and everything I do I can do remotely energy doesn't know time or space they don't they don't need physical I guess it's a good thing <laughs> for these days right exactly yeah well thank you very much for uh, visiting with us today well I thank you for having me it was a pleasure and uh, just thank you very much and wishing you all the best as well in these times And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So long and happy trails to all.